everybody, welcome to our Wednesday edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast, Dune Messiah. Welcome. Hot and ready. Hot hot and ready. That's that's right. I think that's going to be an ongoing theme for this season. I think it's trademarked. I think it's trademarked, buddy. I don't think so. I think it's wide open. Like a worm's gullet. (laughs) We are back today. We are doing chapter one. This is kind of weird. I was thinking about this earlier today. Like this chapter one, usually our chapter ones happen on a Monday. So we always have like one through five, like five is a Friday. But now because of the nature of the prologues, there were two prologues. Um, It's throwing everything out of whack. It's throwing everything out of whack. So our Fridays are going to be our Friday is going to end with chapter three. Our chapter one starts today. And already this this book is like throwing us into the deep end of just high tier dune. We're starting off with lots of space politics. There's a fish man. He's there's there. A fish man. There's all it's they're just jumping right into it. I don't know what time. I don't know what time is anymore. I don't know where the <laughs> timeline is. It appears this is in some sort of future. I don't know. I think that's I think that's more just like you though. I don't think you've known what time was time is for a long time now. Yeah, but I'm of course. But I just mean <laughs> in the instance of this book it is lining up with my actual perception of time. Which is v- mi- minimal at best. None. No time. So let's start this off as only a Dune chapter can be started off with. Is that a sentence? Did I say something real? Silence. There exists we go. no separation between gods and men. One blends softly, casual, into the other. Proverbs. Of Muadib. Talk about a full pile of nothing. <laughs> that sentence? Yeah. Well, like it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the thing. The what, what is throwing me off here is the w- blends softly casual. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I don't think you needed both. I think you no. could have said it blends softly into the other, or, or blends casually into the other. But softly casual. That's kind of like Ryan Reynolds, right? When he shows up at the uh, at an award show and everyone else is all looking fancy. And he's looking pretty fancy, right? Yeah, but he's softly casual. Softly casual. He's doing a whole Detective Pikachu thing and everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is, there a, is there a Detective <laughs> Pikachu? I don't know, man. It's uh, We're back at it. This is Dune Messiah. <laughs> all right. And like you said, man, yeah, we're hitting this series off, hitting this book off with just high tier space politics. So this whole chapter starts off with four main characters. We've got uh, Sightail, the Tilaxu face dancer. Right. Which is basically just a shapeshifter. He just is able to change his, change his appearance. Now, can he change into objects? I don't know. I don't think so. Could he become a shoe? I don't think so. And that really disappoints me because uh, it's already kind of like messing with the the flow of the logic because he does become other people that are of different sizes and stuff like that. So it's obviously not the size of the person that constrains. So he becomes what you're telling me is he becomes the Baron at some point. I'm I'm not not saying you're bringing up sizes, right? Everyone is like the same size. I'm just saying, like Except he, he becomes things, and I don't. We don't know the full dimensions on this fish man, but something's very a little, true. Something's a little fishy. 
Speaking of Fishman, Fishman is Edric. He is a Spacing Guild navigator. And if you have ever seen uh, Hellboy or The Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro movies, that's basically Abe Sapien or the fish guy that we that falls in love with a lady in The Shape of Water. Yeah, I figured that's what we were dealing with here. Yeah. <laughs> Did, Abe Sapien. Did you see that new Hellboy movie? Uh, no, I did not. The one with uh, with that with that guy. <laughs> yeah, with the, the guy Stranger Things Stranger guy. Things. Right. Oh, yeah, boy, yeah, that's a big old steaming pile of shit. I heard it was a stinker. I heard it was a big old stinker. Abe Sapien is a post credit stinger because you got to have him, and you see a tube of water, and his little Abe Sapien with fish eye opens up. Meep. Oh, did they change his design at all, or uh, did he? Was he still just kind of a? Uh... I think you just see like a fish eye. Well, that's or maybe it, a, or maybe like a fish hand goes up against the yeah. Maybe the they were using the costume. Cross, it's a shape of water crossover. It's a big <laughs> yeah, big old fish dick. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they, they were probably using the costume for a shape of water because they definitely are just reusing this. They're using the same guy too. It's the Doug Jones guy. Did you see that movie? Shape of water. Shape of water. No, mm-hmm. I just I, I watched the sexy scenes. It's like porn. Yeah, I've on, seen it. on the hub. Yeah. <laughs> fish hub. a lot of fun. <laughs> fish up it's a lot of fun in fact like uh there are there are a couple set like sentences in this book that kind of refers around edric's sex habits there is there is like think, what is isn't it princess irulan is kind of wondering how she's yeah. kind of wondering like how he fucks yeah she's kind of like wondering his fish of wa- shape of water situation you know yeah. like how does he how does shape. he how does he complete that shape of fish <laughs> That's uh, speaking of which, that's Pier- Princess Irulan is our uh, is another conspiracy conspirator in this chapter, but she is being ushered in. Finally, uh, we have Gaius Hella Mahayim, who is our uh, the it's the main threes between Gaius Hella Mahayim, Edric, and Sightail. Now, I'm not exactly sure what Sightail's deal is in terms of plotting against Paul, like what he's going to get out of it. But we get it. We get why Edric and guys, Hella Mahayam want to be involved and why Princess Irulan be involved. So let me, let me a bit lay this out for you. So Princess Irulan wants to be involved because she wants a child. She wants to be the mother of the next emperor of the universe. That's going to give her a lot of power and a lot of say. Because being married to the current emperor isn't enough. Being married. Well, she's just basically like she's married like according to the rest of the universe, yes, they are married, but inside the house, Irulan is just like a like she's like a patsy or whatever. You know, she it's just a symbolic thing it's for Paul to be married. Yeah, it's marriage. all it's a political marriage. Like Paul has no feelings for Irulan whatsoever. Hmm. That means change right? is probably still around in some capacity. She is, absolutely. She's absolutely around. She's doing she's doing other things in the in the palace eric erikeen she started but Irulan, an Etsy shop crocheting uh, but it's revealed that like Irulan in this chapter she's uh giving chani a chaney a contraceptive to prevent her from having a child this is like she game of thrones her. this whole this is fucking, very much this is all game of thrones political marriages right yeah, poison yeah. babies mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. in the tv You're show in the television program rob stark's rob stark had a woman that he was in love with who he wasn't supposed to marry, was he? No. And then he did marry her. And then she got, what did she get? Stabbed. And what happened to the baby? Stabbed. But in the... <laughs> I was going to say fish. In, in, <laughs> in the... Uh, 
I believe it's an adaptation of the TV series, and they adapted it in the books. In the the books, she doesn't go to that wedding. She instead goes, I don't know, home? She's like like across the sea or something, and she gets slowly poisoned, contraceptive poisoned. Oh. Game of Thrones. So you're telling... So she births a fish. She births the fan, the banned wow. fish. We lose the point of view. We don't get the point of view of her anymore. But I like to think that she does birth a sort of fish wolf hybrid. Right? Ooh, now we're talking. And now we're talking. Dragon. Well, isn't she a Tully? No, she's not Tully. No, her cousins. A, Tully, Tully's a cousin. She's a completely different character in the sh- in the show. In the in the book, gotcha. her name is Jane Westerlin. I think. Oh, nice. That's Welcome a cool to name. Dune Messiah. Yeah, <laughs> featuring well, we Game of Thrones lore. Game of Thrones. We cover the Shape of Water. Yep, all incarnations of Hellboy. Yep, we're definitely going to get into Harry Potter at some point. The guy from <laughs> Lost was in that movie, and he turned into a cheetah <laughs> in Hellboy. That was real. I know, I know. There was a uh, Jin, Jin from Lost. Yeah, he's a cheetah man now. Yeah, I saw the clip from it on the Fish Hub. <laughs> I saw it on, I saw it on X Cheetah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. See, you guys gotta get on these new streaming services. They're next level. Like you you get only the good bits of the movie. The, the only parts that you need to pay attention to. All right, so that's Irulan's deal. She wants she wants baby. She wants baby so that baby becomes seems emperor. Like re- seems like the rest of them want to kill Paul. I think the rest of them want to kind of manipulate Paul to take control of what he has to offer. I don't think killing Paul is necessarily on the table. I don't think anybody says they want to kill Paul because Gaius Helen Mahayim, what she wants more than anything is to replace Paul with a Kwisatz Haderach that they can control. Now, you could say replacing Paul could mean killing Paul. I think more necessarily is setting up a bloodline so that eventually... A person of the a person they can create a Kwisatz Haderach eventually yeah. that's in the Emperor's bloodline who that may they can or control. may not have a giant worm body. We don't know. Possibly. We we do not know yet. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not take it out of the cards just yet. <laughs> there are no cards. All right. We're playing there's and one hand we got spice, the other hand we got sand. You know what we're gonna do? Mush them together. We're gonna make a little sand ball. Monopoly. Oh, right. Play Monopoly, I guess. I was going to eat the spice sand. Oh, well, that's that's well, don't save that for the season finale. Then we can do Monopoly. Eating stuff is what we do at the end of the thing. (laughs) Right. We'll eat at the end. We're going to have to change it. We're running out of things to eat. Right. We ate pickles. We hot sauce. What else is left? I don't I don't nothing. That's basically my entire diet right there. It's not. But imagine if that was. Imagine your imagine your poops. Me. Gross. Sauce. Right. So okay, that re, the 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 Benny Jesuit want a Kwisatz Haderach they can control. I think their plans are measured more like it, what like she says in the movie. They're measured in centuries. So eventually they'll get to a point where they could have a Kwisatz Haderach. But she just sees it more as a long term game that they she needs to be manipulating and possibly using Irulan to get to that point. Irulan's a lot got a little bit of a control complex. I think she, it's a Benny Gesserit thing. Like it's all about controlling bloodlines and making sure that the that mm-hmm. uh plans are being unfolded throughout the politics of of the Imperium. It's like man, uh, it's like get for a, centuries. Get, get a hobby, you know? 
Get a PS5. Oh. Right? They can't get one. To the in the future, ten thousand year, ten thousand years in the future, them. can't get them. You know, Sold chip out. shortage. <laughs> can't find them. No matter, no matter how hard more, they try. More valuable than spice. A PS5. Yeah. yeah. You think spice was like the most valuable substance? Wait till you play God of War two. Wow. <laughs> Remastered. Oh man, it's it's insane. And fine, uh, Edric. I think uh, he's part of the Spacing Guild. And what I think the Spacing Guild, I think he says in the chapter, Spacing Guild's like whole deal is to regain more control over the Spacing Guild and the Spice uh, from Paul. Because since Paul has become Emperor, Paul has like pretty much put a lockdown on Spice distribution across the galaxy. He's because he's in control of it all. His home is on Dune. So he gets the final say. Exactly. So... Because the Spacing Guild doesn't have access to the Spice as much as they did before Paul was Emperor, Edric is looking for a way to kind of ease that that flow of Spice back into the universe. Because Spacing Guild, their whole deal, their the, the entire service that they provide, which is space travel, depends on access to the Spice. If Edric and other Spacing Guild na- navigators don't have access to the Spice... Then they won't be able to fold space time and travel through wormholes and cross stars and meet up with Picard and, and fight ultimately Krogans. Get a PS5. That's that's it. the end game that's here. End game. PS5. <laughs> that was what Frank Herbert was building towards when he finished up Dune Chapter House Dune Book Six. Unfortunately, he passed away, but he was like PS5. Eventually, the House of Sony. <laughs> <laughs> actually got has a ring to it for sure work now as far as uh Cytel, the clay laxu face dancer Those goes, are real words. i, I Those don't are real know words what this book. their deal is i don't know what they're gonna go for i don't know why Cytel is playing around with this crowd uh maybe it's to bring the clay laxu back into a higher regard and amongst the Imperium. supposed to be transforming into other people right exactly impersonating them Going into Tim Hortons and reaping their free coffee rewards. I have a feeling that Jared Leto is already campaigning for the role of Cytel right now. He's like, I'm Cytel. I'm the chameleon. hope not. It seems it's Morbin time, baby. Anything he touches these <laughs> days just turns into brown goo. Just big old poop. Uh, yes. So I don't know what the Telelaxu face dancer is trying to do here, but... Essentially, that's what the whole conspiracy is is about. It's about controlling Paul and everybody getting their everybody getting a piece of the pie in some Which sort of way. Which ultimately is not going to happen. No one's going to be able to share this big Paul pie because there's only one piece, Paul, and it, it's just not going to work. There's going to be heads that are budding. I bet that Cleaxu Silor is trying to. <laughs> he's trying to at some point. I mean, he's he can he can he's a face dancer. At some point, he'll try and become Paul, or he'll try and become maybe slide himself into Emperor, the Emperor spot, or something. He's gonna be a slippery snake, and he's gonna be sliding around he's, all through the tall grass. You he's watch pretty that. slippery. Yeah, he's pretty slippery. Well, how about how about if I throw this this I'll, uh, question I'll at you it. there, I'll Steve? Catch it right in my mouth. All right, open up, open up. I want to see. Open I up. I don't need to be open. Okay, there we go. I did it. <laughs> If I throw this question at you, all right, what if Paul sees a political advantage 
of once he figures out if he figures out the 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 conspiracy against him does will he see an advantage of kind of like working with them and kind of giving a piece of paul pie here's a little slice oh probably right probably. off my he'll give him a little he'll be like here's right off finger. my cheek right yeah, here you can have my left cheek right my left cheek get it yeah it's a good slice i think that paul is full the- of sand Paul has the prescience <laughs> and everything. Paul's probably watching all this through like a crystal orb. He's he's not though. Here's the thing, Edric, yeah, because he's a spacing guild. I know. No, he can't see it. He can't they say see it. that his prescience is blocked or some something. He's blocked up, right? Yeah, yeah, it's blocked up. Edric is him, is filling it with a bunch of carbs. Gotta and, get him some uh, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah, he's loosening him up. Indigestion right now. But where are we time-wise? Like, where is this after the first book? This is about 12 years after the first book. Oh, I think they did say that, 12 years. Yeah, yeah, this is 12 years later. 12 so, years and still no baby. With Irulan. Exactly. So, so imagine how frustrated. It's just like Irulan's whole plan here. She's on a different... She's just, she, she's riding different waves. I don't okay. know if she's passed the vibe check here, because she just wants a baby. What's her plan? <laughs> She, she wants to try to get Paul alone and then put on like some seal kiss from a rose, maybe. Right. Yeah, that would do the trick. And then it's all and then it's, you know, <laughs> that's the old right, that's the think? old lack of love language seal kiss from a rose. <laughs> that's it. So I don't know. And then everyone else, it's, it's just a lot of levels going on. There's a lot of different things. And it seems that Irulan, you know, f- forgive me, everyone, but it seems like Irulan's a little horny. I don't know. She's thinking about the fish fucking. She wants. Like, She's baby crazy. I, I don't know. But she's also power crazy. All right. Think of a think of Irulan as almost kind of like a uh, Cersei Lannister almost. <laughs> but like younger. Man, fuck Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here first. All right. Now let's get to the big reveal of this chapter. The biggest reveal of them all. The Duncan's back, baby. No dick. Ah! That was also a big reveal. It scared the living daylights out of me. Duncan's back, baby. Duncan Otto is back as a golem. Or a, he's <laughs> Gola. like a zombie man. Pretty and, much. Uh, yep. He's also a mentat. He's also a mentat. He has a new name. His name is Hate with a Y. Yep. Right? Which is fucking metal. And if you did that right in like cool. the metal writing, it would look fucking badass. Sell some t-shirts. Oh, man. Actually, you know what? When this episode goes to air, I'm going to run out into uh, the forest. I'm going to grab a bunch of tree branches. I'm going to spell hate with a bunch of tree branches. You're not. And that will look fucking. No, I'm not. Talk, but like, imagine. Real talk, though. If imagine we were to branches. create some sort of merch where we, would, we were to make hate band shirts for a fictional metal band that doesn't exist. Okay. Of the spelling H-Y-A-T. In the metal, in the crazy H- metal right now. H-A-Y-T. Excuse me. Sorry, I didn't go to. I didn't graduate uh, black metal English grade tw- twelve. Will, thank you. I, I accept your apology. We put it in the crazy metal writing, and we make <laughs> it look like a band, a metal band shoot, but it says hate. We sell it. Okay. Kaching. Yeah. Do we have any legal problems there? Yes, but that's <laughs> further down the road. We'll we put a that. Patreon gift. <laughs> Yeah. Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. Check it out. You might get a t-shirt, maybe. Do you think probably not? Do you think Jason Momoa would have any problem if we used his likeness for said t-shirt? 
Well, I think that that's where we do start running into legal problems. But I don't. What think if that we, we send one to him? Then I think we're good. I think we're okay. He's a big metal fan. He talks about metal all the time. I've seen him in interviews. He was in a Dune interview, and he was like, "Guys, guys, guys, metal, hate, yeah, my man." And that was the whole interview. It was crazy. Now, <laughs> now, hate not the band, the man, the golem zombie. Mm-hmm. It appears he yes, yes, he's a mentat, right? It also appears mm-hmm. that he's retained and possibly even gained a certain level of sex appeal. Because, again, the <laughs> deploying of hate of the Duncan uh, clone golem thing. Right. Yep. Again, his, his main mission kind of seems to be to go fuck. His main mission is to do, like, a couple of things. Yes, fucking is part of it. It is. It's just, it is. It's in the book. It's in the book. It's there. Um, another part of it is to confuse Paul and to get Paul. Is It's to unbalance Paul in a way. You know, because he's got his friend here, but it's not really his friend, but he wants to trust his friend. Uh, but you're right. He does. He, he comes with a certain amount of sex appeal. You know how Duncan Idaho in the movie, he shaves his beard and he loses that sex appeal here. Beard is back. Yeah. All right. Probably <laughs> with even like a little bit of a braid as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe two. Right. Maybe dang, two braids. Danglers. Danglers. That, actually, you know what? <laughs> it's uh, just uh, Cal Drogo. He just comes back as Cal Drogo. <laughs> It's just Jason Momoa and Cal Drogo outfit. This is the game. This is Game of Thrones episode. I didn't plan this to happen, but here we are. I actually read all the books yesterday. <laughs> uh, just kidding, of course. Half of them aren't written and never will be. So <laughs> yeah. that's fun for all of us who've been reading it for 20 years. Let's talk. Okay, hold, hold on. Let's talk about how sexy hate is. All right. Yeah, he's, he's real hot. sexy. He's hot. He, he's he's like, and I'm like half of this chapter is like dedicated to them qu- just going I, like, you guys don't question, understand. Like, I got like a he's really good looking. Hate. I got a question right? for you about hate. What do you think he's wearing up top? Fishnet, right? It's a fishnet. Oh, top. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah fishnet absolutely. top, leather pants. Fishnet top, like it's a very Creed. You know, like the lead singer of Creed, but no, like you're, way you're more muscle. You're poisoning it. No, 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 get that out of there. That's oh, pretty much it, though. No, no. Or you think Matt Hardy? Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. Oh, yeah. Matt Hardy right. from Hardy Boys. Yeah. Okay. He wore leather mate. pants, I think. <laughs> I, both, of the, both the Hardy Boys did. Yeah, leather pants and mesh up tops. Yeah. I feel like Duncan learned a lot from the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. I think he did, too. I feel like we all can. I think he did, too. Do you think... Well, Duncan Idaho... Duncan Idaho is more like Matt Hardy. What I hope is hate is more like Jeff Hardy. You know, a little bit more wild. Yeah, you more, know? A little more unpredictable. Way more, more into hallucinogenics. Right, high flying, in yeah. in drugs and in the ring, and in the bedroom, and in the bedroom, <laughs> Swanton bomb. Again, Slam. this is not us forcing this in. This is all in there. <laughs> yeah, the series culminates in a TLC ladder match with Leto two and Duncan Clone three hundred and twelve. I can't wait. <laughs> I should have slapped that down in my predictions. That's fantastic. So it's really just a matter of time until hate is taken out and replaced with love. And it's really, like a, it's like a, a hippie version. And yeah, truly. <laughs> and it's like the it's same like, thing, even sexier, right? This it's time, like when Jeff Hardy this, goes to TNA. Yeah, comes back. <laughs> and he's sex just... peels up through the roof. Shoes <laughs> are gone, right? They're just bare feet, right? Yeah, the leather pants still there. They're a little, little smaller now. They've shrunken a little bit. 
the cuffs are the the cuffs are rolled up just like a tad you know yeah just to keep his ankles like he likes to breeze on his ankles you know who doesn't now the the real uncomfortable thing here is that the reason why his sex appeal has gone through the roof oh no is to attract a 12 year old girl well is she 12 right? yes wasn't she it's been 12 years wasn't she like three wasn't she like three uh, i don't think i you know at this point this is kind of a tomato tomato sort of situation was she was she like maybe she was like four <laughs> We can put her at maybe sixteen now. I don't know. It's still, you know, he's 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 put he's to confuse Aaliyah, make her feel some stuff. Well, look, Padme Amidala was nineteen years old, and she fell in love with a ten-year-old boy. All right, and we all accept well, that. I don't think she he was. I I don't think uh, she fell in love with him when he was ten years old. I think mm, I she know. fell in love with him when he was 18 years old and just shooting his shot every time he saw her. Also, you want to know what happened in that time, in those that span of years from when she saw him when he was young to old? Sex appeal. Lots of sex. Braid. We had a braid. One braid. Braid. Right? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. That's what's going on with Duncan here, too, on the on the chin with the beard. Braid. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, think I think we're figuring a through line here. I got to get a braid. <laughs> Are you, we got to get some braids. <laughs> Imagine if I We're just started walking around with like I, with like a Padawan those braid. Caribbean braids. No, just one, like straight up, like fucking Anakin Skywalker in that movie. No one braid, dude. Down. No and joke. Everyone's like Star Wars, and I'm like, leave me alone, guys. Like, fuck. This is like, I no joke, dude. I I'm not lying to you right now. I knew a guy that did that. Yeah, but in high school is different. High school is different. No, I want it. I want. I, I want to see it after thirty. After, after thirty. After Ooh. age thirty. You're rocking a Padawan braid, full seriousness, nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> Whenever people ask you about it and related to Star Wars, you got to be like, I don't even know what Star Wars is, man. Never seen it. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm a Battlestar Galactica fan. I like BSG. So say we all. <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched BSG. <laughs> so say we all. So say we all. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So, and yeah, like there's a little bit of uh, 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 some talk about Edric's sex appeal. I think we talked about it earlier. Erlon, he's a fish. Uh, yeah, he's a fish. She She's staring at him in the in the tank and she's like, how do you do that? Like, how do you get a how do you get a date in that thing? Does she get in the tank? Do you get out of the tank? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I saw Shape of Water. I still don't really have any answers. I have one part in Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> they fill up her little 1950s apartment bathroom mm -hmm. completely with water and it holds and they swim around in it and they fuck in it. And then I think uh, it starts leaking all over the place. But yeah, no, that's there's definitely going to be structural issues after that. Michael Shannon shows up. He's all he's upset. See, he wasn't in my fish up version. I didn't yeah, realize well, until I missed out. <laughs> missed out. Um. I think Saitel, like he, most of the chapter is like done from Saitel's perspective. And I think he looks at a uh, uh, guy's Helen Mahayam. He's like, it, like he says something in a tone that says, I wonder how she fucks pretty like pretty much. But he he, he says something in a tone that says you are not a sex object. You will never be a sex object. Nobody can ever treat you like a sex object. Jeez, man, with the ageism. Yeah. 
Yeah, know? it's brutal. I bet but he doesn't say it outright. He says it in the tone. Like, mm, nah, 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 how does that happen? The how tone? You can, yeah, how do you conjure up a tone to, to say something that brutal? I think I mean, all he, he said was like... his face. I guess so. He could yeah. turn himself, right? A normal, full-size man, right? Into Gilbert yep. Gottfried. Rest in peace. But he could do that. He could. And that <laughs> right there. Is You're f- not a sex object. Law breaking, physics breaking. That's pretty good. I think we got to bring Guilford back. How, how many times are you going to watch Aladdin tonight? <laughs> At least six. <laughs> I do it. Well, that's like a nightly thing. You should go for that Ever Affleck since... commercial. You know, the duck. He was Aff- He was he was the Affleck duck. He was until they, f- they fired him for like something dumb. And because uh, he said like fucking poo poo fuck or something, I don't know what he said. It might have been a really serious matter, but I think it was what? something dumb. And Did, he got fired, uh, like as the duck, and it made it to air. No, no, <laughs> like on Twitter, or something, something dumb. <laughs> Can you imagine? He says poo poo fuck as the as the duck, and it, like no, it just bypasses everybody. Everybody that in. sees, yeah, everybody that saw the commercial were just like, I guess that's what Affleck's going for. I I, I don't know. Uh, let's just keep going with it. And then finally it gets it to air. And then Gilbert Gottfried is, is like, I, I was joking. I was, I was joking. He I can't tweeted, do it very well. Oh, he made some jokes. Oh, this is like 10 years ago, but he made jokes about the, the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Mm, how, fired. how soon after like the next day? Well, During? I mean, the article I'm reading right now is from March 14th, 2011. It's around the time of the disaster. So, you know, rest in peace. <laughs> Here's to you, Gilbert Gottfried. Affleck does 75% of its business in Japan, Will. Oh, well, there, you, there you go, Affleck. There you go, Gil. No, your audience. No, your audience. I think that's everything. I think that's it. We covered everything that we need to do today. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you for listening. We're back in the sand, getting covered, getting our sex appeals going up. If we got braids, they're multiplying. Follow. <laughs> give us a follow on Twitter at Chap by Chap. Follow us on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast, and we will see you back here tomorrow. For chapter two of Dune Messiah! In the beginning, there was only Cheese Daddy. He gave the podcast boys the cheese they need to keep on... What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm recording all of these thank yous in like a row, and I'm slowly losing my mind. And it's only number like four, five. I don't know. Who am I? Who are you? Cheese Daddy, this is all for you. Thank you for supporting the show. If you want to be like Cheese Daddy, go check out our Patreon. There's a podcast on there. You can give us money. It's all great. There's good stuff. Give us stuff. Give you stuff. 